everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsra of Star Sound Astrology, starsoundastrology.com. So today we're going to talk about the ingress of Jupiter into Pisces. This is a really great development. Uh, I think it's one we are all very much more than welcome to have. Uh, so for once, I can give you a spot of cheerfulness and good news that is coming our way. It started last night, Eastern Standard Time, and it will go, um, it will be with us for the, for the next year. Jupiter takes typically about a year to go through um, a, a sign, including retrogrades. And um, Jupiter comes into, um, it, it makes a 12-year transit. So the last time we had this transit was in um, 2010, January 2010, uh, to be exact. So as you can see, it's about a 12-year transit. So what does this mean? So we're going to talk about what it means. What does Jupiter represent? What does the sign of Pisces represent? And what does can Jupiter and Pisces bring about? Some of you know, the great stuff, but also the shadow and the things to be aware of. And especially how this particular transit, what is coloring it? So uh, lots, of, lots of good stuff. So uh, let's get started. Okay. Okay, so for this 138th episode, can you believe that? Um, we are going to um, move right into this. Jupiter, Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system. So as they say in film school, don't tell me, show me. So here, let me show you how big is Jupiter? Just how big is Jupiter? Well, here we are, planet size comparison. Oh my God, wait, wait, okay, check this guy out. Here's Earth, Saturn, it's the largest planet in the solar system. Wait a minute, this is the wrong one. I don't want this one. This is not showing the relative size, oh no. Hold on a second, I've got it pulled up. Here we go, okay, sorry for that. <laughs> okay, so um, Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system. It's almost as big, uh, Saturn's almost quite as big. So this is why they call this the greater malefic, the greater benefic. Right, so benefit, the ability to provide benefits. Malefic would indicate the ability to bring challenges and difficulty. As we all know, Saturn can do that. Now they all both have good sides and, and shadow sides. So we're definitely going to um, speak about that as well. But anyway, in terms of Jupiter, as you can see here, here's Earth, all right? Venus is almost the size of Earth, right? But um, Mars is a little smaller, but here's big old Jupiter. So Jupiter rules. Um, abundance. It, it's about um, expansion and it's about uh, largesse, uh, wealth, uh, good luck, optimism, confidence, opportunity, all of these big, you know, you think about the, the magnetic pull of Jupiter. Jupiter is, as you can imagine, a planet that size will pull into its orbit. And so if you think about, um, <laughs> I remember a, a dear friend of mine, um, she has since passed, um, but uh, she she had a she was a Sag. Her son was in Sagittarius, so Jupiter ruled her son, and she had this way. She was really great with money, by the way. Um, but uh, she had this way of um, pulling people into her orbit, like come here, come over here, you know, like come to me, right? So it's that Jupiterian magnetic pull of like come into my orbit. So it can be, um, you know, it, it's like. And when you think about Jupiter, the Roman god uh, was uh, Jupiter. The name was Zeus in the, the ancient Greek, right? So what was Zeus? Zeus was the main dude, right? He was the chief up on Mount Olympus, and he was this, this is the god figure, right? So Jupiter is the god planet. Rules religion. It rules uh, not just wealth, but religion and all of that, faith, spirituality, and wisdom the law, publishing, these are all the various um, uh, academia, you know, so there, there are many, um, there's a, this is a very multivalent conversation that we're going to have, um, but, and it's interesting because in Vedic astrology, um, the name, um, the, the planet that is called Jupiter in, in Vedic astrology, it's, it's called Guru, the same spelling as guru right the guru planet so that's how we know you know jupiter is the god planet so um 
bringing, you know, and, and Jupiter's in its home sign of Pisces. So this is a place, this is why we're all going to feel such a relief because for the last two years, Jupiter has been staying in the Airbnb of Saturn. First, it was Jupiter and Capricorn in 2020. And we all, we don't want to go there, right? You know, <laughs> over. Uh, and that was a very, well, all about restriction, right? Saturn's about challenge, fear, restriction, quarantine. You know, it's so Saturnian. And, um, and, and being challenged by limits. And it was, Jupiter is in its fall. And it's in a very difficult place. There's no support for Jupiter when it's in the sign of Capricorn. So it's not easy. It's like, if you want some grace, you're gonna to have to work for it. You know, that was kind of like the message for Jupiter and Capricorn. Um, then it moved last December until yesterday, it was in the sign of Aquarius. So it was not in its detriment or fall, but it wasn't in, um, in, in its uh, domicile or exaltation either. It was just better, but still difficult. Oh, that was, uh, oh, that's God calling. Mm, okay, put you on hold. No. <laughs> Anyway, pardon, I forgot to turn my ringer off. Um, maybe that was just the underscore, right? I always think of that as <laughs> text bell sirens, you know, like, listen, right? There's God is speaking to us in, in many ways. And that, that's definitely a message here. You know, we, the divine um, sometimes uh, uses things that are um, not of this earth, you know, not that, and now a text bell is from this earth, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, a, a little bit later. But anyway, getting back to the God planet here. So it was in its fall, then it was in Aquarius. Um, you know, it was about hope and optimism through, you know, group participation, right? And then the visionary sign, Aquarius is very much a visionary sign, you think, about the age of Aquarius. And so the Saturn, you know, setting down our principles around, you know, what constitutes hope and progress and let's let's create a plan for that, you know, whatever that looks like. So that's where it's been for the last year. Well, now it's in one of its two home signs. Jupiter is at home in Pisces, and it's also at home in Sagittarius. So when it's at home in Pisces, Pisces is a mutable sign, right? Mutable means changeable, right? It mutates, it moves, one thing moves to another. So there's change involved and maybe this might bring about a change in people's beliefs, right? So it's, you know, one's beliefs, one's spiritual beliefs might dissolve, you know, and when you think about Pisces is like the oceanic consciousness, the great dissolver, it's a water sign, you know, and like mother ocean, everything just this cosmic soup of life and, and everything dissolving and moving into different worlds. Uh, when you think about Jupiter's sojourn in Pisces, I think of that that scene in um, Finding Nemo when uh, when Nemo discovers uh, he comes upon the group of sea turtles that were all cruising. Remember, they were all like California, like, hey man, you can hang out with us. It's like, well, I have to find get home. He's like, it's okay, man, just relax, chill, be in faith, trust the flow of the universe, right? So that was a real Jupiter and Pisces moment. They had all those happy turtles that were just kind of coursing through these ocean currents. So that's a kind of a cool, um, maybe a visual metaphor that we can take with us this year as we, as we contemplate, you know, the, the beneficence and the opportunities that are awaiting us with Jupiter moving into Pisces, trusting, trusting the universe, trusting the unseen world. Think about Pisces, right? It's not seen. It's like it rules fog. So it could be things that you don't see with your physical eyes, but it could be your, your God vision, your inner sight, and the connection with higher realms, with ancestors, with those in unseen worlds. So we are all, we have all been very blessed. You know, it no matter what sign Jupiter is in, the divine, as we know, is always with us. It's just that it's going to be more palpable for us in this sign after two years of being in a very tough, you know, concrete cell, right? Now we're like, whoo, swim with those sea turtles. <laughs> so um, the exact dates are going to be, Jupiter's going to take this trip, zoom from zero degrees where it is now into, um, into very, go right to the very end in May 10th. So it's not gonna retrograde until later in the year. So for from now to May 10th, it will be in the sign of Pisces. Then May 10th, 
May 10th, <laughs> May 10th, it goes from, it goes into Aries. So it's going to dip its toe in Aries. So that'll give you a little preview about what it's going to be like next year. So from um, May 10th to about October 28th, it's going to be in Aries. So it'll pop back in and finish its run in Pisces from October 28th to December 20th of next year. So now, from now to May 10th, was that five months, a little more than five months, total Piscean experience. And then again, um, right around Halloween, you know, October 28th to December um, 20th, we'll have another, it's, it's final blast through. So um, what does this mean? Well, um, well before, I, before I go into that, I want to say that any time a planet changes uh, signs, it starts at zero degrees, right? Every planet it goes through zero, 30 degrees of a sign. Zero counts as the first degree. So zero to 29 degrees, zero to 29, zero, right? And it goes all around the zodiac, right? Zero to 29. And so always watch a planet at zero degrees. That's considered a critical degree in astrology. So I want to represent this because I've mentioned it before in other podcasts. Watch what happens in your life. Watch what happens in the world when a planet's at zero degrees because that's like a, a, it's like the little acorn contains the entire oak tree. It is the, um, it, it holds the entire, entire potential at zero. It's like the little two minute movie preview that we see that kind of delivers the essence of what the movie is about <clears throat> and entices you, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, so we are getting this preview. And so let me, let me just hold on, let me just check and see how long this will be at zero degrees. Hold on just a second. Okay, January 3rd. So from now, today, December 29th, till January 3rd, it's going to be um, at zero degrees. So the, this, this block of days is, is very important, right? It's a little over a week. And, um, and you, so you really want to, um, is it over a week? I don't know, 29, 30, 31, <laughs> one, two, three, five days. All right, sorry, guys. I had a little bit of an accident today. I'm gonna explain, it's actually a live coverage of what not to do when Jupiter's in Pisces. We're getting to that, hold on. <laughs> ah, anyway, uh, so yes, so these, especially these several days will be very rich in in uh, what the potential can be. So mercy, grace, forgiveness, love, unconditional love, this like pure love of the divine. Um, I think about like Pisces is like this bhakti, like bhakti yoga, the yoga of worshiping the divine and, and God realization and this pure, sweet, innocent, uh, guileless connection with ourselves that is not fraught with you know social conditioning or cynicism but it's just like love at its purest so this jupiter is able to deliver that in spades for this year right this is the high gift that jupiter is bringing now um where we later we'll go into where exactly in your chart is this going to affect you because depending on what house it's in i use i'm an ancient astrologer using whole sign houses so depending on what house this is in this is the area of your life where you're going to get a break where you're going to get some divine assistance and so we're going to you know like i said handle that in just a moment so um the preview, right? So we have it from now to May 10th, and then again from October 28th to December 20th. Dream big, hope big, faith, have faith in, it'll inspire us to have faith and to improve ourselves and to bring up our confidence levels. You know, I mean, God, you know, we've just been through so much hell, right? And we're still in the middle of this pandemic, but it's giving us faith that there are, there are beings that are here to assist us there are laws and ways of being that will assist us and can assist us. And our belief system is we're going to get this big jolt of faith, hope, confidence, inspiration, especially when Jupiter and Neptune come together, excuse me, in April and Venus joins them, middle to end of April, huge, right? That's like love on steroids, you know? So um, I would say, if you have a dream journal, like, or if you haven't, start journaling, start writing down your dreams, uh, become aware of them. Pisces is about the dream state. 
we could be getting some major messages here. Um, it would be a great year to write, to create, to create inspirational, you know, poetry, music, anything, any kind of performance art that inspires you, right? Acting, singing, uh, whatever that is for you, writing, publishing, you know, um, I, you know, been talking to some of my clients that have this very prominent in their chart. Now I'm saying, you know, this is going to be a, a big year for you. You know, this is a place where you can really, um, this will open up and change, you know, this, this part of your life. So um, yes, very exciting. Now here's the deal. That's all nice and juicy. The, the, you want to be aware of a few things. One is we could say about like the dark side of Jupiter, the shadow side, you could overspend you, you know, Pisces is about no limits, right? Well, that's nice to have like love without limits, but Jupiter also is wealth. So you could like totally blow your wad and um, be delusional, right? So Neptune, um, uh, Piscean energy is that, that quality of, you know, being seduced by something that's too good to be true. Pink, what is that? The pink lenses, the rose colored glasses, right? So we have to be careful that we're, Yes, we want to dream big and we deserve this break after two years of this hellacious, you know, situation with pandemic and all, but to see it actually as, um, you know, there is some divine grace that is operating here. And so we, we want to hang on, right? We, we, we're faced with, the, you know, Omicron is increasing all this stuff, but we, we want to have faith and this is where we are going to be able to experience it more deeply. But I would say um, avoid, you know, it's very easy to have a savior mentality. Uh, you know, it would, a uh, victim savior kind of thing could be on steroids, you know, oh, well, my brand of religion is going to save you or, um, or this other thing outside of myself, you know, God is outside of myself and God is gonna save me. It's like, well, you know, what about your, like having confidence in yourself? Um, I would say too, overpromising, overcommitting would be a shadow Jupiterian thing. Um, overcommitting to boundarylessness you know, is not a good plan, right? Um, the caveat mTOR: keep your feet on the ground. It's interesting because Pisces rules the feet in in medical astrology. So keep your feet on the ground. Um, the the um, metaphor I've been using lately is when you think about the Thanksgiving Day parade, the balloons that they have, those giant inflatables, and they have all these squads of people holding down with the strings. Well, you know, think of Jupiter as that balloon. It's full, it's joyful, right? You, all the kids, we all get excited. We see this big giant balloon passing over us and it's, it, it gives us hope and faith and joy and, and a, you know, an optimism. And yet, in order for that to happen, there's that rootedness, those strings are holding it down, right? If we didn't have those people keeping that balloon rooted, it wouldn't be able to float and, and have, they would just spin off into nothing, right? So it would just fizzle and fly away. And then, you know, you have no benefit. So rootedness, very important. I would say too, that when um, <laughs> the reality check, Okay, so when when Jupiter and uh, comes uh, when Venus lines up with uh, Jupiter and Neptune, all three together, when Jupiter and Neptune conjunct, it's going to be in April. So that's going to be like wow, like Lollapalooza, and that that month, and I'll get into it in the 2022 forecast. Um, that month is just bonkers for change and development. We've got this solar eclipse with Uranus in the mix, and very big, very much a tipping point. Um, the thing I want to say, though, on a humorous level, when Venus moves in there, Jupiter and Venus, that's like an idealistic love on steroids and Neptune in the mix. So it's like, oh, I meet this guy and he's like this, you know, this guy on this white horse, it's going to save me. Right. And and it's like, well, does he have a job? Well, uh, no, actually, he doesn't. But we, we can live on love, you know, <laughs> it's like, ah, right. So be very diligent with with yourself when uh, when faced with the outrageous wonderful opportunities that you have to remember you know where where are those strings holding down? <laughs> eat some carrots eat some turnips root vegetables you know whatever it takes to keep our groundedness keep our feet on the ground you can't go out there unless your feet are here people right so um i remember this when i lived in sedona and i did energy healing work many many years ago 
And I remember um, uh, one of my clients said to me, you know what I, what, what's so fun, so cool about you, Irliana, is that you're really, really out there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, tell me about it my whole life. Goes, but you're really here too. Like you're re and I'm like, yeah, well, you, you can't go there until, unless you're here. So that's the, the dichotomy, right? So anyway, caveat emptor, right? So avoid save, victim savior mentality. Um, uh, be aware of overpromising, overcommitting, um, overcompromising, all of those things. Those are that's a very shadow Jupiter. Also, I think a sense of entitlement and arrogance can be a Jupiterian thing, like my way is the highway and we're gonna obliterate you, you know, like so uh be careful to be listening to other, you know, allowness and forgiveness. This might be a time where people who have been harmed, like say by like say, for example, fundamentalist religion, you know, there's this opportunity to forgive and to have grace and compassion in any area, whether it's religious abuse or anybody in authority or just any kind of um, a situation that requires healing. Um, like deep compassion for self is where we start. And then, you know, it can, that healing process can, can accelerate. Um, the thing I also wanna say too, is with this particular Jupiter in Pisces, um, there is this, um, there's a trine, which is a favorable aspect with Uranus, especially with, uh, with Uranus and Taurus, Jupiter is trining Uranus. And, you know, you think about Uranus in Taurus being in the mix of our Taurus-Scorpio eclipse axis. So that's a lot about digital, digital change. Um, this is like the, our, our new way of living being very um, digitized, more another layer of technology, but a massive paradigm shift, right? With, um, with Jupiter trying Uranus in those, especially with those eclipses, I think one of the things we have to be very, very mindful of is, you know, who, who, what is the divine? Is it, is, is it God? Is it like some God outside of ourselves or what's going to save us or machines and technology or drugs, you know, Pisces rules drugs. It's like our, our drugs and technology are new God. So we have to be very careful about that. There, there could be a lot of um, addictions or issues around addictions that come up, a real, uh, the need to escape into drugs. And I, you know, it could be pharmaceutical drugs that would be harmful, right? I just read the other day that the biggest, um, the biggest, um, cause, the number one cause of death in this country, well, what do you think it is? Oh, it must be COVID, right? You know, it's in the headlines a million times a day. No, it's actually fentanyl. Who knew? So I saw that news headline and I clicked on it on this my news aggregator website and it showed every article talking about this, interestingly enough, was from the UK and overseas. So the Guardian and all these UK publications were talking about how the US cause of death was fentanyl addiction and overdosing and things. So I was shocked because I it was not one American news outlet had covered that on this page. And I thought, well, that's that's really interesting. But it is important. But see, Pisces hidden. Right. So we're, we maybe we're not aware of this addiction, but it was uh, and, and I certainly wasn't. And so we have to have a lot of compassion for people who are undergoing, um, you know, depression that feel like they need to escape. I would say, you know, really reach out to people this year and check on on our loved ones and our neighbors and just like really be there for each other. Um, I found it very interesting that the, you know, um, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline phone number um, they're adding um, a new number, and it, here's Jupiter and Pisces, right? I mean, they're <laughs> astrologically either they they felt the call. It's nine eight eight. So instead of nine one one, it's I mean, yes, we'll still have nine one one, but nine eight eight is designated for suicide hotline and suicide prevention. So um, just passing that along. Um, there's a very Jupiter and Pisces concept, but I, but we're gonna really we want to make sure everybody's okay and to not escape through drugs, um, but to escape through, you know, an escape into our own God consciousness would be a, a healthier way to, to look at Jupiter and Pisces, uh, the belief in ourselves. And, and we are these divine light beings. We don't need to be saved from some outside thing. Um, you know, think about the lure 
of technology becoming like the new God, like it's already run so much of our lives, but we're about to have this like big paradigm shift. And um, is, you know, deus ex machina, right? The, the, the Romans had a term for that thousands of years ago, God or the ancient Greeks, right? In, in Latin, deus ex machina, God is a machine. So like in the Greek plays, you know, there'd be like this conflict of things and we don't know how this conflict in, is gonna resolve itself. And then at the very end, you know, this, they had this contraption where this this man was God and he came down on this, they lower onto the stage, this man on this contraption. And it was like, oh, here comes God and he's gonna like make everything better, you know, so deus ex machina. So as we move forward into this year, we wanna make sure like what is gonna be, what is gonna save us? Is it some outside thing? Is it some drug? Is it some technology? You know, it's very, very, it's very um, glamorous. It's very, especially with that Neptune conjunction. It's like, whoa, there's a real fantasy deception. Look at what Mark Zuckerberg, he, he changed the name of Facebook to Meta. And I haven't read into it a whole lot, but I understand that people are buying up. It's like virtual real estate. It's like we're not, you know, we're the Jupiter Saturn conjunctions are now in air signs and digital in you know, Aquarius, right? Digital space, digital real estate. Here it is. It's it's very real what he's what he's doing here. So caveat emptor, right? Let the buyer beware. Where do we want to put our time? Are we going to escape into a digital world or are we going to, with the Uranus sextile, you could say, okay, it's either going to be that digital religion, is technology the new God, or is it going to be Kundalini awakening, um, self-realization? Those are the Uranian concepts that are without technology, without digital interference. Um, we can um, create a, a, a futuristic world that is us, our, our bodies of light, you know, Uranus and Taurus, like literally bringing in the light body. Are we going to become transhumanistic with, you know, chips and microchips or governed by drugs with bioengineering? Well, that's one choice. You know, we, we have to choose here. And we're really coming to that tipping point this year with the Jupiter and Pisces energy bringing this to the fore. Or do we choose Kundalini awakening, which doesn't need any any kind of outside chemical, pharmaceutical, or biogenetically engineered, whatever, you know, it's just a whole nother choice that we get to make. Um, there is a really great, uh, my, my dear friend, um, we, we, I was talking to the other day, she mentioned the, the movie WALL-E, and I thought, wow, you know what, that is actually a great conversation, and I, thank you, Barbie, I'm bringing this up, thanks to you. Um, the, um, the, the it, it was from 2008, the Pixar film. I, I tell you, here's your work assignment for Jupiter and Pisces, right? Go watch that movie again. Um, I wrote, I, I had written film reviews many years, you know, 10 years ago around um, spiritual films. And I actually pulled up the, I still had the review about Wally. And I was astonished because everything in that plot line of that movie was exactly what we are facing now. Those Pixar films are, they're not kids movies. I think we all know that. This was like beyond the beyond, a, a very cautionary tale about our lives and comfort and the payoff, the technology, the payoff of technology and the cost and what happens when we give ourselves over to it. And so um, there was a scene in particular where, um, the, the captain of the ship, you know, Wally is this little trash compactor guy and he's on earth and he, and he goes, he hitches a ride on this, it's this love story, you know, he meets this cute little uh, robot of a, a higher evolution robot, Slick, right, hitches, comes down to earth, hitches a ride on the spaceship, he gets involved, of course, he's this dirty old model robot thing, right, he, and so he's considered an outsider, but one of the things that this is pivotal moment where the captain of the ship, who is a human, you know, they've relocated off Earth because Earth got trashed. And so they're in this technological wonderland, which seems on the surface very nice, but it's really, you know, costing. And the, the captain gets in touch with what it has cost him. And he doesn't want to be a part of this really like technological enslavement anymore. And there's this scene where they use the 
the music from um, Richard Strauss' um, Thus Spake Zarathustra, this, this epic music where he, and which was used in the movie 2001, and he's trying to grasp control instead of the automatic systems that run this, the ship, he's, he decides he's gonna rebel against all this technology and he's grasping it. He's like trying to get this uh, so he can run it and not like just sit there and not use his brain anymore. He doesn't wanna be run and to do the same thing over and over and over again because technology has made his life too easy. So it's really powerful. And I feel that that message in that movie is absolutely um, essential for what we are moving through this year. And Jupiter in Pisces playing that, you know, that it can be a very glamorous escape into these other worlds, but what price do we pay? So um, that's your homework. And I, I think what I'll do is I'll reprint it on my blog. I will put it up as, as a blog list post on my site, starsoundastrology.com. If you scroll down, you'll see latest blog posts and I'll reprint the article there. It'll astound you. It was written, what, 10 years ago? So, you know, here we are again. Here we are again. Um, so anyway, just uh, saying that and um, big, big for the Jupiter and Pisces conversation. All right, so let's go through where these are going to, where is Jupiter going to be in your chart? We can wrap it up with that. Uh, let us see here. Um, yeah, so let's pull up the chart for, here it is for Washington, D.C. Uh, I just put Washington here, you know, as I as I normally do. So don't worry about the houses. I mean, in terms of, oh, this is Washington, this is not me. Excuse me, I just have to sneeze. Oh no. <coughs> oh, I didn't tell you about my live coverage of Jupiter and Pisces. So um, uh, let's um, let's do that first. Um, so here, <laughs> my my swollen wrist. Uh, this is live coverage. Jupiter at zero Pisces. I'm like, oh come on please, I need a break, okay? What happened this morning? Um, it, it, this is happening through some, some tough houses in my chart. So I'm going, so I'm going to get beginning a break. However, <laughs> this is what happened. So I have these cats and I feed stray cats as well, bunch of cats outside my house. Well, this one cat started showing up and I think it's the neighbor's cat. I tried to knock on their door. They didn't answer. Um, I didn't get back to to, you know, when their car is in the driveway to see if, you know, is this your cat or they just happen to be hanging in front of your house all day long. You know, it looks as if it's a cat. It's not feral, comes up to me all the time, but he's always stealing this food from the other cats that are feral that need this food, right? This is like their source of, you know, of, um, of feeding. Well, I, I, a few times in the last few weeks, I have gotten annoyed and I picked up the cat, the, the, this, he's a big boy, right? I pick him up and I carry him over here, move over there, let the others in. You're, you're, I'm putting out se several dishes. He's tried, he eats like out of all of them. I've tried everything, right? So here it is. I pick him up and he squirrels or doesn't like, doesn't like it. And I put him there to kind of give the others a space to, right? I'm monitoring the well-being of these poor little feral cats. Well, today uh, he bit me hard. He like sunk his jaw into my wrist and it was painful and it is still swollen. Uh, I am taking every um, anti-inflammatory under the sun. Turmeric is raw turmeric shots in my Vitamix, um, <laughs> colloidal silver, um, neem juice, raw organic neem juice, very good for the immune, anti-inflammatory, all that good stuff. I am, I am on it. Arnica gel, Arnica homeopathic pellets. I'm just working it, working it. Now, if I have to go to the doctor and take an antibiotic, okay, I will, but I'm, I'm just doing as much as I can to assist it from, and icing it, of course, ice, ice, ice. Anyway, so it's icky, but here's my little, it hurts. It, it hurts to turn my but there's little puncture wounds. And uh, of course I was not amused. So the um, Jupiter and Pisces, here I am trying to be the savior. Oh, those poor little cats not getting any food, right? And I, and I over with the, remember I said earlier, the shadow is overbearing and trying to like, you know, lord it over this cat. Like you can't, I'm, you know, I'm in charge. I'm Jupiter and <laughs> you can't do that. Well, I got a little, a little, it was too much. I should have just let them be and let them, they're alive, the feral cats will be fine, but I was trying to be like the savior for these little cats and I got my butt kicked or my wrist, <laughs> you know, attacked. 
not happy, not easy, um, you know, just, yeah, not good. So anyway, that's a cautionary tale about Jupiter, right? Try not to play God. It's not going to work. It's just not a good plan. Um, so um, have faith, right? What I fail to do is have faith and confidence in these cats that they are going to be okay, you know, and I just need to like let go and be in faith that they are going to be fine. So anyway, um, and and for the forgiveness factor. So as I, I laid down and I put up my, my um, I'm letting it heal and I'm resting this morning after this happened, I'm laying on my back and I'm like thinking and meditating about the cat because I feel like, oh my God, that poor cat's going to feel like I can't go over there anymore. She's going to she's gonna push me away and I certainly don't want them attacking me anymore. So, um, but so anyway, I just talked to it in my meditations and said, look, I'm sorry. And um, I... Um, I forgive you. I forgive you for attacking me. <laughs> so sending compassion, like doing the right thing. So anyway, that's my little Jupiter story. All right, on to the zodiac signs. Here we go. So we have um, this. If we'll start with Virgo rising. Okay, so if Virgo is your. If you have Virgo rising in your chart, the Jupiter uh, in Pisces is going to journey through your seventh house of marriage, partnership, any kind of partnerships, one-to-one -one collaborations, uh, whether it's a business partnership or a, or a, um, a marriage or long-term partnership relationship. The, this is, the, it is definitely the marriage house, but it could be any number of one-to-one -one collaborations, or even just like a client to, um, professional to client relationship, one-to-one -one counseling like that. That's the, the house that it rules, as you can see Jupiter's in there. So the ideal collaboration or the ideal marriage, you know, might, or, or um, partnership may present itself. What you want to be careful of is when it gets really close in April, when it gets really close to, to uh, Neptune there, um, then yes, it, and certainly with that eclipse season there, uh, you could meet the ideal partner, but don't delude yourself, right? Be, keep your feet on the ground. Um, you know, if somebody is saying, uh, promising you, you know, riches and uh, everything unlimited and pure love, we, you know, honey, we can, I don't, I'll marry you, but I don't have a job and we can live on love, you know, be, be very wary. Um, but generally speaking, you'll find a lot of beneficence in that area of your life. Okay. So we go to Libra rising. Libra rising, this will be in your sixth house. The sixth house is not an easy house. It's a house where we work and struggle and slave away, right? It was originally in the ancient Greek text, they referred to it as like a house of slavery. So you could feel like you're working and not, you know, somebody else gets the credit and you're, you're like working your butt off and right, right? Um, illness or health, you know, could be issues here. Uh, I would say, um, out of maybe a difficult, uh, in sixth house is also our day jobs, our, our daily routine, our service. So there could be some lucky break regarding these areas of like work, service, um, things of that nature, you know, one's, one's health. And perhaps if we are working ourselves, you know, we, we could overwork, right? We could, we could work too hard, become a, um, you know, workaholic. So we have to be very careful that, um, that that's not going to happen. So giving ourselves lots of breaks for dream time and envisioning and writing and considering our ideal work environment would be a, a good thing for Libra risings. Okay, the next one is Scorpio. So if you have Scorpio rising, your um, the fifth house is where Jupiter. Now that's a jolly good place. Jupiter in fifth house is considered the joy of Venus. So this is about pleasure, romance romantic encounters, creative projects, children. It could be sex, like a, you know, sexual romantic adventure. Uh, could it be all of these things? So um, the fifth house um, is, you know, it's considered a very, it's joy of Venus, right? So there's, there's a lot of wonderful creative collaboration that is, is available. Uh, movies, think about Neptune and Pisces, you know, and, and Jupiter conjoining. So it could be movie deals, right? I'm thinking of somebody in particular, but um, that has, you know, there's great potential to, to get a, assistance in that way. So uh, yeah, that's Jupiter in the fifth house for all of you Scorpio risings. All right, now we go to Sag. So Sag rising, this will be in your fourth house, which rules home, family, roots, one's genealogy, 
Maybe you would um, consider maybe there could be some luck with, you know, perhaps real estate purchases or, you know, fourth house is, is one's roots home, right? So they could be like the ideal visionary home on the ocean, Pisces, right? So water, mermaids, live with mermaids or commune with them. Um, so that would be for a fourth house. Um, and, and that's an angular house, right? So angular houses, the fourth, first, fourth, seventh, and 10th are angular. So that's, those are very important. So Jupiter being a benefic planet in an angular house for all of you Sag risings, that's, that's big. That's gonna be a big change, a change in one's home life and finding the ideal home situation, you could say, uh, of your dreams. Uh, so um, again, you know, avoid being escapism and too good to be true thinking, stay rooted, but dream it into existence. Because what we focus on this year with Jupiter and Pisces, what we focus on will manifest. So if we're thinking the worst, well, you know, don't put your energy in that direction. And with you, Sag, risings with fourth house, this could be a real turning point about your home life and how you, and the roots of how you operate, like how you operate is as a visionary. You know, you're a visionary. So, um, so there you go. A nice juicy year for you. Important changes taking place. The uh, next one would be oh, Capricorn. Okay, Cap rising. This is going to be your, your beneficent visit from Jupiter will govern your third house. So this is about communications or relations with um, in-laws, cousins, extended family, neighbors. Um, it could be short distance travel, communication, writing, teaching, learning, um, education, especially elementary education. So there's all these good, you know, positive life-affirming developments in these areas. Will it'll be coming your way in the, in the information axis, right? So third, ninth house, information information processing. Um, so very um, wonderful qualities there. Hey, dream journaling on steroids, right? <laughs> there you go. Very strong for you, Sag, uh, for you Cap Risings. Okay, the next one is Aquarius. This will be in your second house. Your second house rules your own resources and your values. Um, and your money, your money in the bank, it's the, your possessions. What, what do you, what is important to you? Well, Jupiter in that house will bring um, blessings, you know, around finances, your own finances and money. Again, you know, being careful of not trusting somebody that, you know, you, you might trust or overtrust in somebody that might appear as some savior. So you have to be careful that you are your own savior. Thank you. Don't get deceived and deluded, especially in April, right? So be aware, be careful, but um, just allow this to um, inspire you uh, regarding your uh, abilities and your uh, faith in your abilities, faith in your mystical abilities, you, you know, we could say, and, and your mystical abilities being a source of talent and skill. This could come to the fore in, in this year. So we go on to ta -da, Pisces rising. La, 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 la. This is Jupiter um, into and crossing your ascendant. So that might, you know, I have to say with the first house ru ruling the physical body, you might gain a little weight. Not to worry. Oh, but doctor, Jupiter is in my first house. <laughs> I don't recommend having that conversation. Probably won't be heard. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, Jupiter in the first. Let's face it. Oh, your feet could swell, right? Jupiter, Pisces rules the feet. So look, at least you know is when, when it retrogrades and it gets out of there, it gets into Aries, it'll, you know, you get a break. But, but like I said, um, there could be um, some, you know, all kidding aside, Seriously, you could look for um, a blessings and a beneficence and abundance and having faith in your self-image, right? Getting a confidence boost around who you are and not feeling marginalized. So um, this year could be a, a great year for that. The first house ruling the physical body, the physical appearance. So you might look very dreamy and very otherworldly, you know, walk around with like some long cloak with the hood over you and show up for work. No, <laughs> got Jupiter and Pisces, Jupiter in my first house. Uh, so anyway, 
there's that first house for you, um, Pisces Risings. Now we go into Aries. So Aries Rising, this is going to be in your 12th house of mystical communion. Maybe in the solace of your girl or guy cave or your non-binary cave, whatever cave it is, it's going to be a cave. You, are, you can receive profound divine visioning in solitude, um, not you know, away, from, away from the world. So it will be a very, this is a powerful place for you to do that creative inspiration behind the scenes, not about taking it out into the world, you know, yet being really uh, focused and um, intern, it's an internal process. And you could also revisit uh, all these great potentials that you have. And maybe in the past where you may have had, um, didn't believe in yourself, you could, you could do some deep shadow work to uncover that fear about your own um, mystical abilities and to dissolve that and to have faith in, in, that, in that part of yourself. Okay, Taurus, Taurus Risings, you guys are having it in your 11th house of friends and groups and allies and colleagues and group thinking, group organizations, uh, tribe, you know, so you might meet perhaps like your ideal tribe of visionary artists, you know, the, or visionaries or, you know, mystics. This could be like the friends that you hang out with might have that kind of flavor uh, around them. And so uh, a lot of uh, a consciousness expansion through one's friends and support groups. Again, be, I would say too, being careful that you're not meeting, you know, some uh, David, God forbid, you know, David Koresh, you know, some, some savior type person that is a, in a cult that, you know, where you could lose yourself, you know, so it's again being discerning. Discernment might be, you, you, you could be carried away by glamour by some groups of friends, but you want to be very discerning um, of like, you know, getting real around, um, around these groups, but um, being inspired by the ability to come together and, and with colleagues and maybe create visionary projects together. Okay. Uh, then we have Gemini rising, and this will be in your 10th house. So this is, again, an angular house, a lot of change regarding one's career, one's public image, one's reputation, Jupiter and Pisces, visionary um, artistic projects, uh, receive a big boost. Um, very wonderful for that because it's going to be seen, you know, it's out in the world, it's being seen, and, it's a, and um, perhaps some authority figures, whether it's a boss or authority, some authority figures, you know, promising beneficence, but again, being careful not to be um, listening where it's like over-promising something, uh, you know, that somebody's, oh, I could give you the world on a platter and, you know, believe in me and, and just to, to keep that discernment. It might be a little really more seductive in that April month, for sure, you know, when Jupiter, Neptune, and Venus all conjoin, but, um, but that's where you have to be careful, right? So you're not going to delude yourself around career choices and changes in one's career, changes in one's opinion. Uh, okay, and we have Cancer, Cancer Risings. Uh, this is going to be in your, as you see, in your ninth house, which is in, which is called literally the house of God. So this is this is where uh, the this is the joy of God. And so uh, and then here it is in the, you know, the God planet and in the, in the, in the joy of God. So that would be a huge opportunities for um, learning, higher wisdom, spirituality, maybe a dis dissolution of one's religious um, beliefs and, and encompassing something more, more forgiving, like, like giving up a, a religion that was like, oh, you know, God, fear, God, a, a fearful, angry God kind of religion into something more uh, compassionate, some beliefs that are more encompassing and loving and, and um, unconditional love. Might also be travel, ninth house rules travel, like far, far, foreign travel. Although, you know, right now it's, it's, it's challenging to be making trips in some places, like almost impossible. Um, however, that could be travel on the inner planes, you know, so maybe it's using plant-based medicine or 
um, traveling and, and, and doing some um, deep inner work where it takes you into other realms, like faraway realms without leaving your home, right? You just, you go within. What, what was that message of in contact with Jodie Foster? They had this technology that was gonna, she was in that rocket ship that was gonna take her into the, some, you know, she ended up, yeah, she went through the wormhole, but it, it never left the ground, right? So the great journey is it's within you. It's not about external gratification and external travel. The greatest travel is really what we do with our own consciousness. And so that's what you might experience um, this year. Okay. Uh, let's see. So that is now for Leo, Leo Risings. Leo's solar, but Leo rising, this will be in your eighth house, which is a very, I always call that the shamanic house. It's about life and death and birth and life, death, life, birth, death, taxes, sex, money, other people's money, right? Those are all eighth house concerns. Uh, the primal life force, the, 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 um, the, the setting of, you know, one form of, of you know, of life, regenerating, letting go and regenerating and being in this void, not an easy house, you know, but it has a lot of riches. It's got a lot of, um, I would say, um, a lot of secrets that can reveal themselves and through, again, you know, through that really committed uh, connection to the divine and really taking, taking oneself in and uh, really looking deeply from within about um, you know what is what is possible for us what is possible when we when we face the great void and go into the unknown and um what is what is possible what kind of uh, confidence and consciousness consciousness expansion is available to us okay and then we have where we are we're back to virgo so yeah that's all i have for today that's all yeah it's a big deep dive it's going to be about a year and um I will be talking some of this, you know, a little allude to some of this in the forecast for 2022, but there you have it. And I hope this has helped you and will help you. Um, I, I send you the most precious, beautiful love <laughs> with Jupiter and Pisces. I just love all of you, even though I've met mostly none of you, <laughs> whoever is out there watching, um, but many of you I have, and I'm very blessed to work with you and to be in service to you. And so um, mwah, 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 my swollen hand is can't blow a kiss, but mwah, mwah. <laughs> um, despite, right? Anyway, I will see you next time. You have a wonderful, fantastic, loving, amazing Jupiter and Pisces year. Go for it. Dream big. Mwah. Okay, guys, I'll see you next time. This is Irliana Samsara. Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Have a blessed day. Bye for now.